What up guys, welcome to Archive TV, I'm Shane, Fletch, and we are back for another strain review, doing another little mini pheno hunt, little selection video here, we got uh, three different uh, phenos of uh, a strain that doesn't have a name yet, right? Yep, just another hybrid, Petrochem number 15, which was one of the ones that you did a review of a couple years ago, with the Petch tagline. That's the Smoking glue that pitch. and yeah. the Moonbow 75? Yep, so that was the Gorilla Glue number 4 across the Moonbow 75 reversal. Uh, picked the number 15 because it was like, I thought it was really skunky. So when I first ran it out from seed, I just thought it had this like, chemi skunky smell. Kind of old school skunk even. I mean, okay. not exactly, but pretty skunky. And... Uh, I just really liked it and then we ended up growing like another 150 of them and I didn't find anything better than the first one I found from like 15 oh. or 20 you know Not so too often that that happens huh? yeah and they were all really consistent it's kind of weird sometimes you'll like you know think you're gonna find something better like you pop 10 or 20 or something and find a bunch of good shit like you keep four or five things like man imagine what I'll find if I pop 200 and then you pop 200 and you get more of the exact same, same four things that you found in the first 10 or 20. And it's like, well, that's kind of what you want if you want a consistent variety. It also makes it a little more difficult to find the super unique sport individuals in whatever genetics you're hybridizing. Well, this is the exact opposite of that story. I mean, these bag appeal wise, I don't think these really could look any more different. Right. Uh, so then and, so and I took the 15 too. and so the 15 was like real green skunky kind of looking weed um you're talking about the petrochem yep of just the petrochem 15 mom of these is is green weed uh skunky a little bit of that moonbo stank in the background but mostly just a skunky chem and uh and then we cross that to the flavor pack female or the flavor pack female was reversed onto the petrochem 15 and here's three phenos out of the 12 the seven and the two i believe right yeah. So this one's that's this the seven is super gassy, funky, skunky with a little bit of that moonbo, like you were saying. This yeah. reminds me of that petrochem. That right. This would about. be like the mother. This one, yeah, this is based on on the like the parent lineage here. Uh, this I'm getting some stuff out of here that I wouldn't be expecting. This is almost smelling more like a bubba to me or something. It's earthy. And I guess, you know, I guess that, that more from the glue side of things. That's what I would think as well. Kind of that. It's got a little bit of that Sharpie permanent. I'd almost call it thing. chocolate trip. If anyone's familiar with the old chocolate trip, that was, um, the parent to gorilla glue, right? Oh, okay. So gorilla glue is chem cis crossed with chocolate trip, I believe. Right. Was a Hermie. I'd have to look it up. Let me look it up just to make sure I'm right. How but, is the chem cis on its own? That's one of the chem cuts I never got the opportunity to I try. never ran it. The samples I always saw of it was... Small nugs, right? Well, I mean, I think that's grower um, dependent. But um, it to me, I thought, always thought it was like a sweeter chem, at least the samples I saw. And, you know, maybe someone else it would be a better determiner of what real chem cis is because i think there was a lot of like kind of fake cuts going around just like there always is of a lot of stuff I feel like sweet 
chem. It doesn't get me excited though, you know? If I'm like excited yeah, for I some mean, chem, it's not because I want something sweet. Did you ever see the Smelliot strain? Yeah. Kind of like that, you know? Okay. You know, kind of in that realm. It's chemmy, but it also Still has this though. thing to it. And that was my understanding. Um, it looks like Gorilla Glue is sourdub chem and chocolate diesel. So, and I guess in the, I guess the chocolate diesel was chocolate trip that was in that maybe. Um, anyways, anyone that remembers the chocolate trip was like a, a strain from Dutch flowers. It was sold on, uh, Seabay, which was the cannabis world overgrow auction site. And it had this earthy kind of, this is like an earthy gluey kind of smell for sure. But it's that, it's that gluey chocolatey smell that kind of cured out glue has but it looks almost, killer though almost like a coffee ground thing too exactly from a glue herbal yeah super super smooth super super like easy on the lungs not a lot of expansion on this one i mean it's decently sticky too yeah it's uh it, so pro this one probably would wash okay for being a stickier strain just feeling the resin it's kind of kind of rolls some, some it, like it's covered but it looks like kind of smaller heads on there too you know mm -hmm. it, it tastes it's got great. a little incensiness to it it tastes exactly like it smells does it it almost reminds me of this strain the millie that we had which was like really earthy kind of has that earthy you know just old school kind of smell never heard of that one it was an old Seattle strain. It's definitely liking that one. Um, this one, I'm expecting something completely different out of this one. When I was doing the close-up, so I did kind of get a little sneak peek at these guys because I shot the close-ups before. This one here, the 12. These two totally different. This one kind of parking right in between them. I'm getting like a heavy moonbow thing off this one. Right. I mean, this one, this does, this one doesn't do it for me. You know, like Earthy's nice, one. yeah, but it's not, it's not my thing personally. It's like it's a. This is a great example of what that smell and flavor is. Your kind of earthy, chocolate, diesely. Bubba y kind of smell. Bubba used to be one that I like to keep in the rotation, but it wasn't like it wouldn't be my go to. But if you want something like kind of heavy, a little couch lock to smoke at night, <laughs> and you get tired of smoking the strip. Like when, when a lot of Bubba was going around, was kind of in the start of like the OG days. So it's like when everyone was just OG, 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 it was kind of refreshing to get a Bubba turf every now and then. Well, I really like that incense y tone that you get with Bubba. Like as soon as someone's smoking a Bubba joint, you can smell it like down the hallway and it leaves one of those that where the, tone in the air there's some shit that i love to smoke but i don't like the smell of it being smoked and mm -hmm. then there's other shit where like maybe i don't particularly love smoking it but you walk in a room and it makes you want to smoke you totally know what I'm but i don't remember being one of those that always smelled good in the air you know for sure i don't like smoking beaster but I kind of like the smell of like swag weed being smoked when in the air. When you walk in somewhere where, yeah. especially like Just outdoors, it, it like a bonfire where makes people Makes me think of like a concert or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't like necessarily enjoy Beaster, but the smell of it in the air kind of brings me back. I know what you mean. <laughs> this one right away, definitely a lot more pungent. I'm getting more of those gassy tones, more of that funk that I would kind of be maybe expecting looking at the parents or may, maybe that I would kind of be looking for myself out of this one. Yeah. 
like I said, the the mom was real skunky, so it's like this. This was like a outlier, the earthier one, and I mean, it's really pretty looking. Um, but yeah, that one has a lot of color. Too. And I mean, if I was just if I didn't have the parents to all these plants, this would be a great plant to keep from these seeds, but just not necessarily what I'm looking for. Going in now on the seven leads over here. So we started on the two, yeah? Yep, that was the Bubba, the earthy one. Going in now on the seven. I mean, like look, I you said, got a nice little cup pile going. Yeah, I'm gonna have a little, probably roll a little Neapolitan joint after this with, right. the, with the remnants. Yeah, this one's Moonbowie for sure. More of the 112, yeah. Or just really the 75 kind of smell. Oh yeah. Yeah, that cushy, Skittly kind oh, of smell. Oh, I thought you were talking about this one. No, yeah, this yeah. This one, I, I get more of like the sweeter Skittles mm -hmm. thing, more of like the the 112 from the flavor pack. I'm getting yeah, on yeah. this one. See how we're how the seven's looking. Yeah, this one almost kind of reminds me of Rainbow Belt's 20 a little bit. Which I think a lot of people are familiar with at, at this point. The Rainbow Belt's 20s kind of a clone that's made its way around the world at this point and into lots of gardens and a lot of people have smoked it it's won a lot of the hashes won a lot of cups the how would you cups. how would you describe the the 20 for maybe somebody who's tried the 112 or the 75 but hasn't tried the 20. um the 75 would be rare to have someone had the the 112 would be the best one to compare it to which would be like the the 112s, it's not super skittly, you know? It's kind of this unique blackberry jam, danky, acrid, tasty thing. It's fruity, you know? but it's not tropical fruity. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. smell like skittles necessarily. The 75 was very skittly, just kind of much like skittles in smell, but imagine like all the good traits or smells of OG layered over top of your standard Skittles clone smell, right? A little and dankier. That, yeah, just a dankier straight Skittles. And that was why I used that for the first Rainbow Belts back cross to the Skittles, just to like lock in that smell yeah. for people. Um, and, you know, you get some of the growth traits with it by locking in that specific phenotype. But um, the quality of the herb is what a lot of people are looking for, and that's kind of what made the, the Rainbow Belts 20 kind of famous like it was, yeah. or is still. Another one right there, basically, I'm getting the same flavor that I'm getting, you know, off the smell. It's not, I'm not getting any of those earthy tones that I was getting on that not first one. This one, it, it's, it's much more like well-rounded, I feel like. Little bit, little bit more expansion on that one. Um, but still really, really nice, smooth smoke. That's, uh, yeah, that one's nice. I get like a bleachy Skittles kind of smell or taste, like chlorine gas. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. If we're talking just on smell, I, th I think so far, Bag appeal, I kind of like the look of that second one. I really like that real light green. And that one's got like a real nice uh, kind of gumminess to the nugs too, the way it For breaks sure. down. But smell, man, this one. 
This one just absolutely dominates the room when you open it. That one, I kind of, you open it, you get the hint of it. When you crack it, you really kind of, mm -hmm. you know, get that further, further depth of the smell. This one is just like, you kind of, you get that initial waft and you're like, okay, I see what I'm working with here. Probably has the best structure, this one too, in terms of bud uh, density and structure. Yeah. I'd say maybe the first one, probably a little bit more vigorous as far as size goes yeah this one's more commercially looking this one's like the heady looking and then this one kind of looks like um what you'd want to see in a shop i feel like yeah you know it's kind of a mix of both it's got good bag appeal but it's got that real dense heady re resin real coverage. dense super sticky super gummy I love the look of these like perfect shoulder buds when you crack yeah, them open. Yeah, I mean like this that. one's super sticky. I can barely pull my fingers apart. Oh, you see the stringer? Yeah. But <laughs> spike it. Yeah. Once I get these better cameras dialed in, I'll be able to get you know get the little string shots for you guys, and we'll really be able to get a, a better idea of the different types of resin that we're working with here. Yeah, I would say the twelve is I like as well. This has the loudest smell. This one's gumming up the scissors right away too, just like. For sure. Stupid sticky. All right, gonna go in for a little taste test on the 12 now. If it's anything like it smells, I think we might already have our winner here, but we'll find out. Yeah, this one's nice. This one definitely a little more expansive, definitely grabs you a little bit more. I'm definitely getting a more of a, a berry, almost like a, almost like a jello flavor out of this or something, you know? <laughs> totally. I get like a mentholated skittleberry. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. It like, uh, it, I can smell it when I taste it. It's like, uh, it got that mentholated kind of where it, Kind of burns your sinuses a little I'm bit. It's getting like a little menthol thing, like a, on my throat and lungs right now too. I mean, it's a mouth coater for sure. <laughs> I think it hits harder than the other ones too. Would you say that's like the number one thing that, like, we're talking about going through stuff and finding your keepers, right? Would you say that's the number one thing that kind of sets certain? It just sets a keeper apart from just other good weed is just how long it lingers on the palate. 100%. I mean, that's the main thing I'm looking for because it just, that's the depth and the strength of the flavor. There's so many strains now, especially when I look at like what's what's popular and what's commercialized. And it might, even the stuff that is more unique, so every once in a while somebody might hit you with a unique flavor, but it's one of those ones that's like fleeting. It doesn't, it's almost... It's gone too fast for you even to really be able to tell exactly what it is, you mm -hmm. know? And when something lingers and it's just like, you'll be doing something 10 minutes later and it's just like, you just, you still taste it like you just exhaled, you know? Totally. I feel like that's the number one thing that just differentiates really good weed from the best weed in the world, you know? That's what I believe as well. That's kind of what I try to breed for. And that's why, as you can see, these are all very comparable in quality. And to the average person that would just like look at weed, but not a heavy smoker and doesn't really know flavor, they'd probably say the number two is the best one. 
because it's like it looks really good it's the best yielder and um com it has a commercial appeal right that's the other thing about this right is like you know if you if you were going to pick one of these and you, you were forced to just pick one it really comes down to like personal preference and what your criteria is because are you just talking about you want one of these to add to your staple? Well, then it's gonna matter, you know, and it's for your head stash. Well, then I'm gonna look at what other six or eight strains or whatever the fuck else I'm growing, would this fit in nicely with? Or are we talking about for a business? Are we talking about what's gonna be commercially viable? Depending on what we're talking about, you might end up picking one of each of these, like you might pick something different than what I would pick for a different reason. Yeah, you know? well, here's what I'd say that it's like, the the people that don't really burn uh this will be like the most commercially appealing and this will sell one time people will smoke this once and be like that was fire but i'm over it yeah. right and then people get this one and it's like not quite as visually appealing right but smokes really good yeah so not everybody wants it the brokers don't want it because it you know turns a little it, it the chlorophyll breaks down faster which is better for the smoking experience so the customer likes this one, but the broker's like, I didn't get more of it because it doesn't stay purple on it. Otherwise, they would have bought more of it. Otherwise, they would have bought more. And then you have this one, which is where it doesn't matter the broker or the consumer. When you can taste it five minutes later, you're going to be coming back for more. You're not going to get sick of it, um, and it's going to have staying power. And that's what I've found really differentiates between like the one-hit wonders, which are like more of these kind of plants, versus the ones that like someone can grow for years and still make a business out of it or never get sick of it in their own garden. And those are always the ones with that long lasting flavor, really. Do you notice like uh, uh, a pattern in like resin types and like what we're talking about too with like crazy flavor that just lingers yeah. like that? It seems like the greasier stuff tends to- The stickier it is in general correlates more than like a super dry resin plant that's gonna have that kind of crazy lingering flavor. Yeah, you'll have anomalies, of course. I mean, there's no rule of thumb for anything with plants. It doesn't matter if nutrient recipe, irrigation schedules, um, the type of resin that's desirable for that type of plant uh, can all vary. But at the end of the day, Sticky resin that's really sticky generally means that it's high THC and high terpenes Because we know when it's really high THC, but no terps it makes great melt, yeah. but it's bland or it has no flavor <coughs> And then when it's really terpy Like a GM or not GMO, but like um, maybe cookies and cream or like a alien rock candy or something like that That's kind of you know doesn't have a real strong terp to it but they wash great, they yield great. Um, skunk number one was kind of the original one that washed really good, but didn't really have a strong smell. Flavor, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's distinct, but it's not, it's not like the shit people are making it's today. It's not what we're talking yeah. about, the shit that lingers on the palate. Exactly, it's good, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but then there's like the other end of the spectrum, which would be like your HP 13, or like uh, where it's really greasy resin. You touch the plant and it's just like slick. It's not sticky at all. But you smell it and super strong smell of whatever that strain is. And generally I just associate that with low THC content and high terpene content. Like a lemon G or something. A like lemon that. G, a perfect yeah. example, right? Lower THC, so it's not very sticky to the touch like the, 
the high high uh, THC low terpene they're not sticky either they're dry they have big trichome heads and it's super melty hash but uh, because it has no terpenes or not no none but it's lower in concentration the resin feels dry at 70 degrees yeah and then the opposite when there's not enough THC, when there's a higher concentration of terpenes to like wet down the little bit of THC that's in the head when you touch it and then mix it together on your fingers it's super slick and then the stuff that's really high in terps and really high in THC that's where sticky that's where that is yeah I never heard anybody describe it as like being able to slide your hand over the nug and it oh my like almost like it feels wet that's how I always feel yeah. like about lemon G especially mm -hmm. like on the plant like it's just a weird well the resins just cherry. like that too cherry pie is another great example you remember cherry pie yeah. uh, BHO always here, here's the best add, way to <laughs> you could keep that thing on a flat part you could put it in a you know negative five or whatever it is freezer and it still wouldn't harden up and turn to shatter it was still soup and yeah. it's butane blah 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 but can't tell you how, remember that tell yeah. you how many shop owners you know, used to bring that shit to and they're like why all the other ones look good this is all hard shatter why, what's going on with this suit we got over here? Oh, you remember you me trying to prove to you guys? Pie? You remember when I was trying to prove to you guys that the reason you guys were making shatter is because you weren't getting trim as good as the shit you were getting from me. And then as soon as you guys started blasting my trim, what did you guys tell me? Bro, we can't make shatter with any of this shit. <laughs> it, du it nucleates as soon as we put it in the oven. Well, that was like, that that was like amnesia, amnesia haze. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, that's the one that, that we were winning cups with was all your shit. I think, what, three of those. And that was all just amnesia haze mixes that we were doing. Because mm -hmm. you would only have to put maybe 10 or 20% of that shit in there, and it would completely dominate the flavor and the texture. And it would get anything to make that, like, you know, super loud sugary consistency, which is not going to be great for if you want to dab that two weeks from now. But if you want to enter in an event and have somebody's going to smoke it in the next three days, that's at that time. Mm -hmm. That was a perfect strain, perfect consistency for that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. I would uh, say we're probably in agreement on this one, huh? Yeah, Number I would 12. say the 12 is uh, the clear winner of these ones. But all impressive. Which, you know, no offense, but I would assume that's why the jar is twice as big. <laughs> <laughs> the determination may have already been made. Sounds like whoever jarred these up came to the same conclusion we did. I think so. It's a pretty good indicator that uh, that's the right decision then. <laughs> but but honestly, like not hating on these other two either, especially this seven I like too. And and the 12 was a unique smoke as well. Yeah, well I mean at the end of the day, that's just the beauty of being able to go through seeds and either A, pick what you like, or B, get to pick what you think is the best. It's like the best thing doesn't always have to be what you like the most either. No. It does come down to personal preference at the end of the day if it's if we're talking about what's going into your lungs but you know there are a lot of other you know uses for the plant and I could see perfect you know use cases for all these so another one in the bag guys thank you for watching make sure you like subscribe hit the bell see you on the next one